from Arkansas's number one trusted source for weather. This is a new podcast episode alert. Well, everybody, welcome back to the AWW podcast. Uh, Cameron and Derek back here yes, uh, once, uh, one, once again. You know, if you listen to our to our previous one, you know we talked about um, all the new things happening with AWW, and you know it's been a very interesting last few weeks. Um, needless, needless to say, as many of you you know, we did we went on a chase trip um, be, uh, right before uh, Memorial Day, and Ironically enough, um, a lot of things happened during the course of that yeah, time. Definitely. But again, you know, that being said, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that this evening. But also, you know, just 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 to let everybody know what's happened, what's going on, and what's going to happen in the future. But also tonight, you know, we want to talk about, hey, you know, what happened March thirty first? Yeah. And you know, as everybody knows, big outbreak. Huge event, an event that originally didn't look like it was going to affect Arkansas to the extreme that it did, and then all of a sudden the rarity of the event, how it happened, etc. You know, because Cameron has his story, I've got mine. Every, everything that 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 led up to to it, I think. Yeah, the forecast side of things was just was kind of rough on that man. Um, first of all, just kind of talking about you know the the. The transition, you know, with AWW, especially over the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, like like you said, we went on a chase trip and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we first started AWW um, back in 14 and then, you know, back in 15, 16, 17, you know, we originally had, you know, the storm chasing with it. You know, we had AWW storm team and everything like that. So it, it, it's always been a part of our of our brand since the beginning i mean the change that we went through over the last couple of weeks it's just kind of like it's like a flower reverting back to its original <laughs> state um but but yeah and i was going to say during that period you know um you know the whole thing with arkansas storm hunters you know mm-hmm. giving that over um to our good friends over over there with jordan and uh sid they're doing an amazing job over there uh we just felt as though you know aww and with storm chasing kind of blended into it, uh, which is better on our end because, you know, we started AWW and everything like that. And it just, it feels like we're going back to our original. Going back back to our our bread. Yeah. Going back to our roots, going back to our bread and butter. So, and, you know, originally the, you know, the idea was when everything started, started transitioning, Facebook live, all the stuff, like we talked about uh, um, in our previous podcast a few weeks ago, um, you know, we talked about, you know, all the changes that occurred with Facebook and everything like that. So at the time, you know, it was trying to figure out how do we incorporate live chasing with live coverage at yeah. the same time. And that's when, oh, hey, why don't we just brand another page and brand, you know, yeah. the Arsenal Storm Hunters part of the AWW umbrella. Yeah. And then obviously a lot of things happened. Life happened. AWW continued to grow. ISH just kind of didn't. And it basically got hard to run two brands. We were we were literally trying to run both brands, and especially with one with the 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 amount of people mm-hmm. versus the other one because you have to make sure that one's taken care of, and then you get to the other one, and you know as crazy as Arkansas weather could be, that's yeah. just oh yeah, that's almost impossible for one. <laughs> and originally, you know, we originally chased regionally, and yeah. we originally chased anywhere in the heartland, and you know under the Arkansas Weather Watchers name back when we first started. Yeah. You know, when, when we still had coverage and we had chasing. Then eventually we branched out. And then obviously, you know, like I said, it just got too hard to do it. So, you know, the biggest thing is going forward is that, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be something that I was going to take a little bit of getting used to again. Yeah. Um, you know, bringing that back into the fold, bringing that back into one accord um, under the name, under the brand. You know, and that's where the kind of like the Heartland Storm Chasing idea comes from the Arkansas weather watchers with the main idea, you know, our roots, our, you know, Arkansas first, Arkansas based. Yeah. And, but 
but the storm chasing idea because we chased Heartland, we chased them where Iowa, we chased South Dakota, North Dakota, Texas, New Mexico, uh, way too much. That's gonna be a whole separate podcast. Colorado, um, I mean, yeah, but it was, you know, we yeah. we chase an outland. We chased all the way to almost Florida, you know, and so Heartland, you know, the Heartland of our of our great country, and you know, that's where that comes from. You know, why not? include that into one brand once again. Yeah. You know, we keep the AWW name, but we also incorporate it into one franchise. Yeah. Definitely. Once again. And obviously going forward, you know, we're gonna have live on our YouTube. You know, yeah. um meanwhile severe coverage remains on Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. And that is in the when we're in Arkansas. Yep. Obviously, when we're out of Arkansas, then it's going to be strictly on YouTube, etc. Yeah. Um and stuff like that. And, you know, Cameron's got a really a lot of good plans coming up. You know, for the future, when it comes to to incorporating storm chasing with a lot uh, of things, coverage. I will just say this: a lot of things has changed since um, the 2016, 2017 era uh, with technology and how to do live streaming and everything like that. Because you know, that was one of the original ideas. Is you know, when you're on Facebook and you're trying to get live storm coverage, you know, you have you have people that will tune in. To, the, to that coverage, and then you have other people that will actually want to see the storm, actually want to follow along with the storm chasing and everything. And you, it's very hard to kind of keep two feeds like that on one platform. So uh, luckily, like before, the technology and everything is different um, from 2016, 2017 over to what we are now. Mm-hmm. So that allows us to, you know, have the corporation of both storm chasing and forecasting all in the one. So and, I'm very excited for the future going forward. And I do think, you know, probably one of the biggest changes is, you know, I have given Cam the full control of the forecast side of things. You know, I know for years and years, you know, it, it was uh, both, both both of us. Now, that does not mean I, I won't be in, in studio yeah, helping yeah, out. Yeah, from, please, yeah, from, please from, do from, not get the wrong idea. Time, time to time. But, you know, taking hold of the chase side, you know, and we have a chase team you know, already in Will, in Joel, in, 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 in Ezra Lane as well. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, eventually we hope to branch that out a little bit further. Yeah. But in order to do that, I could not focus on both. Yeah. And, you know, Cameron's in really good hands on that aspect. Obviously, you know, me going back to my roots, like we talked about in the, in the previous podcast a couple weeks ago, chasing was the original roots. And then we branched out to doing both, both sides of this. And I'm really excited to see you know, as an owner, where this goes forward and, you know, how, you know, we've had a lot of businesses reaching out doing stuff like that on how to help yeah, us, definitely. help to help us build this into a business to where this can be our full-time job. Yeah. And I'm excited for it because we don't really know what that looks like yet. Yep. But, you know, I think looking at the future, looking at forecasts and chasing, I think it's going to be a really awesome experience. Yeah. And, and I was going to say, you know, and a lot of people, you know, when we made, well, you know, the decision of that, you know, I want to kind of make this clear to everybody. You know, you were the first one to bring me on to this page as a forecaster. You know, this is at no means of, you know, me taking over and everything like that. He will always, to me personally, he will always be that guy like, hey, you know, I need help with this. I need help with that and stuff like that. It's just, you know, the chase side of things and the forecast side of things, it's very hard to kind of, Focus on both aspects, especially if you're in the same state, you know, because you have to, you know, storm chase and then you have to forecast and you have to do both and it's mentally taxing. So, you know, taking over that, (laughs) taking over that chasing side and then the forecast side, you know. But, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. work. And, you know, it's always been a dream of mine, you know, to eventually do this full time. And, you know, you know, I'm 33 years old. So, you know, dreams don't know. Dreams stay with you. And at some point, you just have sure. to say, "Okay, this is this is what's going to happen," and it's and, and it's got to happen, you know. And it only works if you have a team surrounding you. That's true. To do that, yep. and no you doubt. know, I think really in reality, you know, the biggest I think in the almost ten years of this page, um, you know, I think probably the craziest thing about this is that you know, right before we decided to bring this back into the fold, before everything went down in May. Is that you know we were chasing under the AWW brand sort of on back in March, and you know it was 
That day was Ugh. nuts. Um, you know, this that was one of those days that nuts. You know, in all my years of forecasting, in all my years of chasing, in all my years, you know, it's a man. I mean, where do we go with that? You know, but before we get into obviously, so that's what's happening with AWW and the future. Yeah. And that's what happened. You know, you can expect chasing any coverage full time going going on. Yep. Um, big things are playing with that with the app as well. Definitely. And a um, lot of people really and I really would recommend you guys go and download that the mobile app. I mean, it's it's awesome. You've got your radar, you've got your Facebook, YouTube feeds and everything like that. I mean, there's gonna be significant changes to the mobile app as we progress deeper and deeper into twenty twenty three and into twenty twenty four and et cetera. So Make sure you have that in your arsenal, guys. It will be your best friend, I promise you. Mm -hmm. uh, it's you know it's in its basic stage right now, um, which uh, you know a lot of people are okay with that. Yeah. You know, especially nowadays because you have you know the other apps are like super confusing. So it's in its basic stage right now, and but it's gonna it's gonna take a massive upgrade over the next couple of months and next year or so. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be well worth it. Oh, definitely, and you know I think a lot of that, you know that we we needed that. Yeah. On March thirty thirty first, and yeah. you know let's go now that we've you know discussed the future. Let's go, you know let's talk about that day because that day will live, and obviously you know we have a whole other story from the week prior to that that we'll go over you know on a, on a separate day. Yeah. You know, but you know the one thing that really stands in my mind, you know. When is March thirty first? Because that was a day that was forecasted perfectly. The days leading up to it, we knew this was coming. We saw the writing on the wall. It was a highly unusual setup for March. Yeah. Um, you know, everything led up to it. You know, at first it didn't look like much. Seven days out, five days out, then all of a sudden we started seeing that transition to oh, this could be the real deal. Yeah, and. You know, with AWW, it was like, okay, what do we do? How do we handle this type of situation? and stuff like that. Yeah, this is something that, you know, if you're a world enthusiast, you're listening to this, this is something that you see on computer model guidance that, you know, you you if you, you sit back, especially if you're a strong chaser, you sit back and you laugh at it. You know, you're like, mm -hmm. there's no way that's going to happen. You know, <laughs> this model is just out the water. It's, it's, it's overhyped. It's never going to go down. You know, it's kind of like, you know, and I kind of throw this like with, and I used to listen, I don't know about you guys, but I used to listen to the Weather Channel like a lot when I was growing up. Like Jim Cantore said like perfectly during Hurricane Katrina coverage, you know, it's something that you see on computer model data that you never think yep. would actually happen until it happens. And then, you know, when it does happen, you're like, wow, this is, mm -hmm. this is crazy. You know, that the March event reminds me of that because, you know, we were looking at this seven days out. Um, and kudos to Storm Prediction Center too. I mean, they did an amazing job with getting the early the early looks of this out um, perfectly. You know, we started with the fifteen percent risk area, then it went to a thirty percent risk area, and it kind of stayed like that. Kind of stayed the enhanced risk area, and then it went moderate. And you know, communicating that to everybody, especially in the public. You have to make sure, you know, there's a fine line because you don't want to scare everybody, but you also want to yep. save lives. You also want to have that that sense of urgency, you know, like, hey, this is a real deal. You can't sleep on it, but I don't want you, you know, having a panic mm -hmm. attack over it, which, you know, don't and don't, right. don't don't sleep naked. Right. But. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> anyways, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's one of those situations. That it just it gets it gets that that dire. And I remember from you know the forecast perspective, um, you know, talking about that day in the live stream. You know, hey, this could be a real big day. Looking at computer model data, we had everything setting up. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember sitting here and just telling everybody, you know, I don't see any fail safe modes with this setup. Yeah, like normally, at all. Well, because you know, normally we have morning right. We yeah, have you have something. something off. You have something and, off. And you know, especially you know, with with this is that you know, on this day, you know, leading up to it, we we we'd had several severe events that busted. They flat out busted. Trust was lost within the community across the state. You know, be between the public and the weather community. You know, and let's face it, everybody's trust was you know, everybody's guard was was down because 
We've had so many events in the fall, you know, last spring, and then leading up to it, it's yeah. like, okay, well, I it's, mean, it's it an, may or may not threat, happen. It's another you know, threat. You know, it's another threat that may or may not happen. And, you know, I remember leading up to it, originally the risk was Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah. And then each day progressed a little bit further, a little bit further. You know, and then I remember waking up on that Thursday, day two moderate. I was like, yeah. Oh, we're going to do this. Okay. And, you know, it, and it was crazy because, you know, we were, I remember Kim and I were, were scrounging, trying to find some sort of fail safe, you know, trying to, you know, keep hype down. But while raising awareness that, hey, this could be the legit threat. Yeah. And the thing is about that, guys, you know, you know, you see that a lot on Facebook, stuff like that. You have one of those, you know, those, those click, those, what we call click baits and stuff like that. We don't, we don't go to, you know, we don't tell you guys, you know, this is going to happen unless we are 1000% sure that it happens. There's a lot that happens behind the scenes. Um, in terms of weather forecasting, everything like that, that you guys don't see um, out in public because not by that point, you know, it's already prepared, it's already ready to go for you mm-hmm. guys and broken down. But there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes of breaking everything down, making sure this is the correct information that we're communicating out. And like I said, me and Derek both, we were just sitting here looking at data and we were like, there's no way, there is absolutely no way, there's got to be something off, you know, either morning rain. Or an outflow boundary that's just, you know, sitting there, you know, something that would prevent this from occurring. And I I will tell you this, you know, the day of of that event, you know, that morning of, we had the moderate risk. And you get it all the time. And, and, you know, this is not like a, you know, a spike to anybody to ask or anything like that. You know, you get all the time when there's a moderate, could just be an upgrade. Could there be an upgrade? You know, could you, could just go even higher than it is right now? And, you know, First time we said 90% of the time it's a no, you know. And this time it was a <laughs> it was um, a yes. It, it, it was it, you know, you know, in the morning it, it was a possibility. Yeah. And you know, I remember about because normally in March you have either high shear or high cape. You don't have both at the same time because typically in the winter months, early spring is when your shear is the highest over over our part of the country. Yeah. And when you factor in daytime heating with high surface based cape, which is storm fuel basically. Then you run the recipe for disaster. Couple that with something we don't normally see a camping inversion too much of the day. Then basically, when we, you know, as we talked about several times, that lid over the atmosphere. Yeah. When those, when your temperature gets up to a certain point, you have what's well, what's called convective initiation. And when that temperature meets meets that certain point, those storms start going up. And when they start breaking through that camp, is when we have trouble. And this was a day where oh, we had nothing yeah. in the morning to stop it. And then, lo and behold, 11 a.m. update came out. We have a high risk. My heart dropped when that thing and came out. I saw the mesoscale discussion from the Storm Prevention Center, and I know a lot of people that are listening in were probably following my live stream that morning. I saw that, and, I mean, boy, my heart just tanked. I was scrambling. I, I was like, holy, holy cow, we actually are going to do this. And, you know, this is, you know, we weren't around for the April 2014 high risk that day. You know, we've had a couple of close calls here in Arkansas over the last couple of years. But this is the legitimate first high risk that we've covered with Arkansas Weather Watcher since it's been born. You know, we weren't around when April 2014 happened. Um, or we weren't around, you know, where, you know, the 2011 event happened, where we had that high risk in Southwest Arkansas. You know, this is a this was a legitimate high risk, you know, in Eastern Arkansas. I saw a medical discussion going. I saw one go out for Iowa first, and I was like, okay, they're going to put one up there, and they're going to leave us a moderate down here. Then I saw the next discussion, and I I had to stop for a second. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are, we, are we actually doing this? And then it... The ding happened, and we had 30% tornado risk, and I had to communicate. And, I mean, this was a day because yeah. I was scrambling to get off work to try to, you know, make sure to make myself available for Chase, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> you know, and it was a crazy day. And, you know, leading leading up to it, you know, we, we saw the storm forming, you know, and obviously I took off. This is really my first big-time solo chase I've had, had in a long time. Yeah. And, um you know, the crazy thing about this event is, is, is that leading up to it, the watch went out. It was a 
if I remember right, it, it was it was, it, it it was, was a PDS, PDS watch, it was PDS watch for the, um, almost which, the entire state. And my heart sank, and I'm like, "There's no way we're about to do this." And all of a sudden, one storm goes up, then another. But the problem is, they were all separated, and they Parameter were spaced space, out yeah, enough. Your was, space was nuts. And day. you know, normally in 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 Arkansas, you don't get daytime events. Yeah, you very seldom do you get a daytime event in this state because normally you have morning rain. Something to prevent it. You had nothing. It was sun. It was sunny, leading up to this event. And when I woke up, walked outside, I saw sunshine. Birthday, I was like, "Yep, okay, this is gonna be a rough day." Yeah. You know, little little did I know. And you know, this morning, and then you know, this is when, you know, when we talk about the forecast stuff and how accurate it it, it was. Cameron and I, you know, we we coincided with, with oh, okay, we're gonna go here. I'm gonna go here. You're gonna be doing this, etc. And I remember it well. Is that you know because my first thought was drive at the eastern side of the city because I thought, okay, for certain, you know, it looks like on data, most of what half the state was going to be somewhat capped, capped, capped off. Just Everything enough. was going to be yeah, east enough. of the, yeah. east of the, east of the, east of the metro. So chasing perspective, one, you don't want to be in a major populated area. If stuff does go down too, you want to be east and let it come to you on a day like this when storm moving 40 to 50 miles an hour. And, you know, I remember it very, very well. I saw the tornado want to go out for the Little Rock area. Yeah. You know, first it was down there, you know, the first, firstly, the storm formed around Pike County and, and the light area. Yeah. I thought, okay. And then, boom, next thing you know, it's in Garden County. And there was damage report around Mountain Pine. And I was like, okay. So I remember, well, because I was like, okay, well, let me, let me reposition back, you know, towards the, towards the Lone, in between Little Rock and Lone Oak. Yeah. And, you know, let me tell you, because the most heart-wrenching feeling is when, you know, you're setting up in a position to, to check to, to, to track the storm, and you hear the words tornado on the ground in Little Rock. You're like, what? And, you know, at this point, this is when chasing becomes signed to, okay, your family. And, yeah. you know, you look at the radar, and at that point, we started having a lot of data issues because the, the tornado was – Touchdown in the middle of metro, right, of a high yeah, metropolitan area. area. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I remember at this point it was like, okay, what do we do? Do I go back? Do I go? Do I go back? Do I stay put? Do I go back? Do I stay put? I'm like, you know, what can you do? And you know, I remember listening, listening to Cam, you know, at the same time, you know, and when the words Breckenridge, Hillcrest Heights came out of his mouth, I was like, oh, this is going by our house, if not to our house or through our house, and we had just talked about this a few days prior. You know, where we where we live and where our weather center is is literally sits in the middle of eight different tornado paths yeah. in in Little Rock over the last seventy years. It goes, Wee, you know, all over and <laughs> you know, everybody knows Camat Village well, everybody knows, you know, the the eastern side and the western side of the of the Kavanaugh areas, places like uh, that, you know, the downtown area and stuff like that. But we didn't think about it. You know, before this, it had been, what, over 10 years since yeah. the Little Rock had been hit. Yeah. So, you know, you thought, okay, it's not going to happen. And then I'm sitting here watching this on radar, and they showed 20 emergency. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And you know, as a storm chaser, yeah. as a storm chaser, you know, the last thing you want to say is your family in the direct path of a tornado. And, you know, you're helpless at this point because, you know, what can you do? And Ken on the phone with me. I got them. Don't worry about it. There's, there's nothing you, 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 you can do at this point. If we get hit, we get hit. You know, and I had my wife, her, her family, all, you know, in our in our closet because, you know, we didn't know. You yeah. know, and I'm sitting there going, do I go back? Do I stay? Do I go back? Do I stay? You're saying at the same time, I'm streaming for Channel 4 and us at AWW. And it's like, what do I do? You know, and 15 plus years of chasing, I've never been more, oh, no, in my life. Yeah. Than what I was on, you know, on March thirty first, and you know, it was one of those things that I couldn't do anything about it. You know, it was just like, okay, hey, you need to 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 stay in shelter because, I mean, yeah, and it was close enough to where they could hear the roar yeah, of the tornado because, ironically enough, after it went through, we went back and looked at the damage. It actually went right within a mile of our house and our weather center. Had it had it not made a slight north jog. It would have come directly through our our house because we we our house is you can draw a a line to the uh, southwest to where the pavilion 
and the park is uh, shopping center. Yeah. But to me, as a chaser, that was the most nerve-wracking event because 15 plus years of chasing, the closest that I've come to that feeling was the April 2014 event. And I was like, oh, here we go again. You know, this time, instead of being Mayflower Bologna, it was in the most highly populated part of town. And it was a worst-case scenario I for our it. city. Yeah, yeah. And so, again, when I saw it crossing, crossing the river, I was like, okay, no big deal. It's, it's time to put in, into action to keep other people safe. Yep. And so I remember traveling up. Um, and I remember calling you. I remember calling yep. you and, you know, giving you that research because, you know, it's like, you know, when you're chasing and you have it go through your house, you know, your first instinct is like, I got to go back. I got to go back. And I remember telling you, I was like, look, if something happens here, you got to keep it going. You got it. You got to keep the ball going. And the problem with that was where you were, tornadoes going through Little Rock. If you would have went west, you would have put yourself in harm's way. Yep. You know, I had, you know, we had everything covered and everything like that. Everything was protected here. So we were good. Um, and you know, where, you know, the house is and the weather center is we're it's, it's pretty sturdy, you know, compared, you know, ob- obviously, you know, it's not EF5, tornado proof right. or anything like that, but you know, it, they, they were in safe place. And that's why I was telling you, you know, don't, don't go West because the tornado's <laughs> coming your way. Don't go West. You stay, you stay where you are and you intercept because after it got done with Little Rock, Little Rock wasn't the only town in the pack. Yep. It went east. And I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you talk about what happened you and, know, down the road from and, there. And you know, as it kept going going east, you know, I I I I intercepted it on the eastern side of 167 because, you know, compared to where we're at, that was the best the view view viewpoint again, middle of the day. Um and yeah, you know, I remember coming up the highway that, that runs adjacent. I'm trying to remember I think it's the, um either eighty nine or one sixty one something. Um but um you know, coming coming north as it as it was coming across the interstate, I thought it was two separate tornadoes, and come to find out after the damage survey, it was one tornado. It just hadn't fully condensed. Yeah, because it it, it crossed the uh, the uh, river, lost its condensation, but it was just a swirling debris ball. It was um, it was still going. Yeah, and then it recondensed again and formed a huge torn tornado. Many many of you. Have seen partial of the video, you know, in our story stuff on 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 AWW. But I remember chasing this thing, and it crossed right in front of the car where damage occurred, you know, to the uh, south of Cabot, where we had to go do search 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 and rescue um, because of everything that uh, that uh, happened. And you know, obviously, this wasn't the only tornado of the day, um, you know. But you know, this is, and again, once I left Cabot. Where did I go? I went. I went east. I, you know, I didn't get. A, I didn't get a chance to make it up up to wind, you know. But I got the wind tornado when it was in dead desert before yeah, before it, it before it, it just it, went, it went ballistic yeah. and went into wind, you know, because you know sometimes in chasing you do make it okay. Let, let me drop south because this storm's done. So I dropped south. I thought this storm's done, and little did I know when I dropped south, you had a massive tornado that was getting ready to move through the uh, town of wind at, at, at the time. Yeah, and I do believe, if I'm correct, that storm, that the Little Rock storm, uh, where wind was, I do believe wind was in that high risk. Yes. I do believe it was in high risk that time. So, um, yeah, it, it just, I mean, that tells you how the environment was that day, man. Mm-hmm. There was a reason why there was a high risk to begin with, because the environment it was headed into, I mean, I saw pictures of it, and boy, it went I mean, absolutely just ballistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, tornado genesis to its max. Yep. Uh, with that, I mean, but, it it was a monster, guys. I mean, just you know, you know, going back and just seeing the yeah. damage. You know, when you do this, when you chase and you forecast, you know, having this happen in your hometown, yeah. you know, in your home state, is just sur- surreal. And you know, going back and seeing the damage and when, you know, seeing the damage in Little Rock. And Cabot and Jacksonville, north of Little Rock, Sherwood areas, you know, it just really, it was really surreal to see, you know, and we raised almost $2,000 to get back to these uh, communities, yeah. you know, that needed supplies. Again, awesome shout out to our followers because of what they do in times of need, yeah. you know, and, you know, this is when we thought it was going to be a crazy spring in the state. And, you know, the forecast, you know, was perfectly, but, 
you know, the, the forecast was, was a perfect, but, you know, but from a chasing side of things, it, it was a little bit nerve wracking, you know, in, in all my years experience just to see this happen, you know, when it did, because, you know, you talk about it all the time, you hear these stories all the time, but you never live it. And, yeah, and, you know, a lot of people, it would be a situation where after what we experienced in, in the rolling fork and then what, what we experienced in, in the Metro back to back weeks, a lot of people would uh, hang it up and call it done. Yeah, but and, it made that drive stronger to keep more people aware because this is what I look at it. You had three lives lost entirely of this event yeah. on March thirty first. That is kudos to the community keeping people aware on coverage, plus your storm chasing all in one. Yeah, because eyes on the ground, eyes on the radar, kept people safe, safe in a in a day where schools were still in session. You had schools in session. Yeah. You had jobs still going on. And, I mean, you had a time where it could have been a whole lot worse. And I think I attribute to schools staying in session in the state. I know that was that tough. I think yeah. saved a lot of lives that, that day. You look at the areas in the metro. We had, what was it, like one mile per hour below EF4. Yeah. It was, yeah. That it was, went through yeah. the Breckenridge area, you know. And yeah. then you look at when. You know, yeah, two people's lives were lost, a few injured, but it could have been a whole lot worse. People were in school. People were at their jobs, yeah. not at home when this happened. Yeah, and the thing is, though, you know, it's still sad because we still ended up losing yes. lives. We still, well, you know, and all that. But, you know, I got to give kudos to, like, like I said, the school administrators and, you know, for them because, you know, it, it takes a lot, I mean, a lot of mental patience and mm-hmm. um, restraint because, you know, the first thing you hear tornado, you want to let everybody go. Like, you, you don't want to hold anybody up or anything like that. You want to get home. You want to get home to your kids, get home to your family and everything. Yep. And, you know, that's the first thing they want to do. But the school the school ministers were like, hey, you know, we got we to gotta keep them here. Now, this is the yep. best place. And a lot of people, whenever you have that going on during that time frame, Schools are your best place to be to counter a tornado. You know, obviously, you know, obviously a tornado can still hit the school and everything like that. But, you know, it is much safer to be in a school building mm-hmm. than to be out on the road. Because had you let everybody go during that period with storm motions, 50 to 60 miles per hour, how fast that storm came to Little Rock. I mean, like you said, from Pike County to Garland County. To Little Rock within, and then I think, what, and then that, turn. The eastward turn within what, I think, two, four, four yeah, hours. about four hours, yeah. yeah. So, um, and I was talking about from, like, Pike County to Little Rock. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was probably, two, like, two, yeah, hours like two hours or less. Yeah. So, you had to get everybody out, everybody off the roads, and you have less than two hours with a storm coming at you at about 60 mm-hmm. miles per hour. It's, it, it, it's a death trap waiting to happen. So, a lot of, you know a lot of kudos to the school administrators and the ones that held everybody back. And I've heard a lot of stories, you know, about, you know, retail businesses and restaurants, you know, you know, holding people in, telling people, Hey, don't go out. coming, you know, you know, you know, come back to the back or something like that. Get in your safe place and everything like that, because you know, that, that helps save lives. That helps save lives at the end of the day, helps save lives. And I, you know, anyone's conscience, wouldn't allow someone to go out and roll with a tornado coming at you at 60 miles per hour because you're not going to outrun it. Um, and you're not going to be able to drive away or anything like that. Okay. So that, that's the biggest thing, man. And I remember covering during that period, and I gave it all I had. You know, during during that point, you know, from Pike County to Garland, Garland to Little Rock, um, unfortunately, we did lose Wi-Fi by that point. Uh, we now have another way to counter that if we ever have that situation go down like that again uh we have a way to counter that and everything like that but we did lose we did lose wi-fi and our power for a period because obviously tornado went through um heavily populated area um that was just unavoidable and took out the towers and took out the towers and everything so you know the main weather center went down but our coverage continued that's the biggest thing you know we have different backups we have backups across the state so the main one ever goes down we have backups. We have mm-hmm. backups that takes over from that. And I, mean, I just remember know, that. I mean, you know, it was nuts. You know, I mean, you know, let's talk about it. Because, you know, you know, everybody, you know, knows what happened on my, you know, but, you know, what was going through your mind? Because it's like, I mean, you were sitting here doing something, all of a sudden, boom, it all stops. 
and the power's out, the internet's out, and all of a sudden, guess what? You know, you have a tornado going through the major metropolitan area, and we are all sorts of coverage, and all of a sudden, we're wearing to scramble our forecast and said, hey, guys, we need help, and, you know, shout out to us and them, you know, and Noah, who's, who's no longer with us, but, you know, for stepping in when the time time came to, yeah, because it was a situation where it was like, okay, what do I do now? Yeah, um, during, during <laughs> that felt so helpless. during that point, um, that has a lot of mental fortitude. I'm just gonna tell you that. Um, the biggest thing is, and I, I've had a lot of people come up to me since that event, and they were like, you know, is Cameron okay? Is Cameron okay? Is Cameron okay? Because you know, the the feet cut out when a, when the tornado was coming through Little Rock. I mean, it cut out. I mean, it went through right through the heaviest part of Little Rock, the West Little Rock side. I know we have downtown Little Rock. But if you've lived in Little Rock, you know how populated the west side of Little Rock is. It is very populated. You know, to come out of with how many lives did we lose? What was it, two? We lost, lost one, one in Little Rock. One in Little Rock. Okay. To come out of that with one loss of life out of a very heavily populated side of Little Rock is almost amazing. I mean, that, and that's, the, that's actually, yeah. And the death was in North uh, in Little, Little, Rock, Little, Rock, Little Rock. And like I said, I still feel bad because, you know, we still had that one loss of life. Yep. But, you know, one versus what it could have been easily um, into the hundreds, especially on that side. I mean, it was nuts. And um, during that period, I mean, it just, it takes a lot of mental fortitude. That's the biggest thing I'm going to just, you know, just say, you know, a lot of people were concerned. You know, about my health and well-being, we were perfectly fine. Um, biggest thing with me is, you know, where my faith is at, at any moment. I mean, I'm fine. I'm good to go. Weather will, I will always put weather and making sure everybody else is safe before myself. Obviously, I was protected. I was safe. I was ready to go. I knew where I was. I knew where my, my surrounding was at the entire time. That's why I kept going. Everybody was urgent. Hey, Cameron, you need to get to shelter. You need to get to shelter. You need to get to shelter. I was perfectly fine the entire time. Derek said it best, you know, whenever, before we went on, you know, before we started Chase Cation, stuff like that. I'm always one or two or even sometimes three steps ahead of what happens. Mm-hmm. Always. When the storm yeah. hit Saline County, he was already saying, hey, it's time to get to if you live in Little Rock, get to shelter now. I was already there. I was already there. I I anticipated everything. I knew what was getting ready to happen. I saw it coming. I saw it take. And you can notice, you know, the Mayflower Bologna tornado in 2014 and then the Little Rock tornado. Mm -hmm. You you see that different angle of where it was going. And my original concern was that, and I think HR had this at first, that it was actually going to go towards that Mayflower area once again, but then I noticed a shift. I noticed a shift towards Little Rock, and I was like, okay, I will pay attention to this. And that's the thing. You know, whenever I go into those big severe weather days, I always have that mindset in the back of my mind, hey, if something like that does go down, am I okay? Am I am I going to be able to, you know, get out, of, get out of here and seek shelter and everything like that? So, where I was, and I was during that period, I was perfectly okay. I was perfectly fine. You know, the string went out and everything like that. And, I mean, I don't think I've ever hit the desk so hard <laughs> when the power in the Wi-Fi went out. Because I was like, man, are you kidding me right now? And, you know, you can't help it because it went through Little Rock. And it took out all your major internet sources and everything like that. So, it was nothing I could have done about it. Mm. But, you know, that's when you pass on that responsibility over to your backups. Yep. You're like, hey, you know, somebody's got to take over. Somebody has to take over. At this point, I can't do it. Somebody has to step up and take over. And shout out to them for taking over during that point and keeping the ball going. But yep. during that period, I was fine. I was, I, I, it's, I know everybody was like, you know, weren't you scared or anything like that? You know, I signed up for this. I signed up for weather. Weather's always been my passion since I was a little kid. I've never feared it. I, I've, I've never, I've never had that sense of fear of, you know, severe weather or anything like that. And I understand, you know, it can take a lot. I get that. I understand. But I know I'm okay. If I wasn't okay, I know what I would have done. 
I was perfectly fine the entire time. Where I was, the the, the shelter I was in that entire time during coverage, and, I was I was good. And you know, I think I the, just had to make sure everybody else was safe during that period. You know, I think the bigger shocker for both of us was the day after. Yeah, when oh, we, yeah. you know, when it's we were able to after. get out yeah. and see the damage, and just like we were just like, what happened? Because you know, when it's going on, even as a chaser and a forecast, you know, you don't really notice it. Yeah. You know, you, your mind is still, oh, tornado, okay, all this is going on at the same time. But then the next day, you're like, oh, my. Yeah, it takes that. Because, yeah. and then, you know, when you drive, and, you know, keep in mind, keep in mind bro, this is a week to the day. We had just got done with the, the uh, well, what is now rated a almost EF5 rolling fork torn, torn, tornado. Yeah. So, that's a whole different story. That's a whole podcast in, in, in itself. Um, but, this is a week to the day. So, we're going, oh, my. And, you know, the, the destruction we saw in Little Rock is just unreal. Places that I grew up in, you know, places that I drove through were unrecognizable. I mean, they still are to this day. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you had to really look figure out where you are. You know, you don't think that hit tone. Well, I remember when we drove to win and got a far first look at that destruction. I was like, oh, my. Because when you come into win, you hardly see anything. All of a sudden, boom, there it is like, like, a, like an eyesore. Yeah. And... Seeing how the tornado set on went up on Crowley's Ridge and literally rode the ridge, how the tornado in Little Rock rode the valleys. Rode you know, it yeah. destroyed every myth. A tornado does not hit a metropolitan area. Tornado does not cannot hit me on a mountainside. Oh. Little Rock, West Little Rock, if you know it, is full of mountains. Yeah. It hit every especially single how, structure. Especially along town. Especially along town. On a, yeah. you know, on a on a on a hill hillside. You know, and it destroyed the mist. Tornadoes don't cross rivers. Well, we have the Arkansas River that at the time was um, almost above flood stage because of all the rain we had had. So, <laughs> again, nuts, again, you know, it destroyed all the mist. Yeah. And, you know, the March 31st winter will always live in my mind because yeah. it's, you know, I thought April, April of 2014 would because, you know, that's what found this page. Yep. But, you know, the March 31st event is what, Basically, set everybody's mind to oh, Sabrina still happens in, in this state, because even we were doubting ourselves, because we were having we were having doubts. You know, our forecast going to be good. You know, you know, have I lost my edge in chasing? You know, because I gone through a period where I couldn't do it because of my wife's health, my dad's health, etc. So I was like, okay, you know, we've lost our edge. You know, we've lost our ability to see things in and, advance and, and the thing is, we though, were questioning a lot yeah, of it the thing is though and i i tell people this all the time especially your weather enthusiasts you know you gotta count your blessings whenever you have those those busts because march 31st is one of those days that you know everybody was expecting it to bust they were expecting it i mean you had the moderate risk out and it went high risk and they're like oh man it's you know it's gonna do what you know what happened in 2019 if the infamous, the infamous um, uh, May twentieth, twenty nineteen, which is we don't talk about that in the Chase community. Um, that one was that, yeah, that event, that event ended up because you know all the other weather parameters that happened that day. You know, we saw here in Arkansas, you were like immediately, you know, after everything that's happened, you're thinking, oh man, this, is, you know, this is not going to happen. They're just, you know, they're telling you this and stuff like that, and. You gotta count your blessings when you deal with those busts, because you know, all it takes is one. Yep. And in this case, it was more than one. You have multiple uh, and, tornadoes that happened. That you day, know, right? and it was nuts. And if you think about it, you know, region wide, and this and this brings yeah. back to you know, I think the final total was almost 150 tornadoes on that day. It surpassed from the, Iowa yeah. to Illinois, Indiana, Missouri, Arkansas, Mississippi, Tennessee. You know, all of it, and. It was such a widespread event, yeah. and it's you know, nice, for us though, know. it hit home because yeah. of it being Arkansas. Yeah, you know, us being Arkansas well weather watchers, it hit home because it was the first event for this page that we, you know, we don't care if we have five hundred thousand followers, if we have two hundred thousand followers. You know, our biggest thing is keeping you safe, yeah. and you know, we were able to do that on that day. Yeah, and you know, I think you know, looking back now, I do it again. You know, the, you know, everything without it going through Little Rock, I without did. it going through Little Rock, but <laughs> yeah. but you know, you know, you know, God for forbid, and it, you know, and it's gonna happen again one day. Little Rock, it happens every ten years, um, and you know, unfortunately, it's just it's just the reality of living in Dixie Alley. Yeah, and yeah, that's just 
that's that's, and, that's just you in know, general. So um, it's, it's going to happen again. Yeah, one thing about that event, it actually surpassed the super outbreak in 2011. Yeah. You know, we, uh, April 27, 2011, that monster outbreak down there in the yeah. southeast, it surpassed that. I, I mean, boy, you know, and I, what a day. I look at that event. I look at that event. I look at the more, more events. Yeah. You know, those help shape severe weather forecasting. Yeah. I look at the April you know, event, you know, in, in 2014, 2011, that helped shape Arkansas forecasting too. Yep. You know, there's so many different things and chase wise, forecast wise, you know, that we did right, you know, on, on that day. I wish we could go back and take it out of, out of uh, Little Rock and put it in an open, open field in Southeast Arkansas away from everything. But yeah, I mean, you know, you know, the, the biggest thing now I think is going to be watching the recovery, how, Little Rock rebuilt how North Little Rock, Sherwood, Jacksonville win. Yeah. You know, how do we rebuild? Yeah. And you know, it's, and it's that's, not, it's going to take years. Yeah. No, I was going to say, that's not going to happen overnight. No. It's, it's going to take years. I mean, there's still houses that are full of full of debris two months later, like nothing ever happened. You know, they're still, you know, you, you can drive through town and still see it. Yeah. And, you know, the biggest thing for me is that, you know, like we talked about with this rebranding, it's going to help, I think, shape our coverage for events like March 31st. Yeah. It's going to help shape our events for events like April of 2014. It's going to help us shape like December 10th. It's, yeah. you know, those big events. Those, those, yeah. those, uh, those, you know, you're going to have minuscule events here and there, but the big events is what's going to help shape our coverage for the future. Definitely. Events like March 30, 31st and yeah. stuff like that. But you know, and, you know, if you want to see a lot of, dam you know, we, we do have up on our Patreon, you know, a lot of damaged videos, never seen be before. Yeah. Damaged videos, coverage from from that uh, event as well. Um, I think it's going to be really neat for our Patreon uh, supporters as well. Um, but, again, man, I mean, you know, loaded, loaded, loaded. We could go on and on and on about the March 30th first event. The forecasting perspective um, on it. You'd be, you'd be sitting here for hours. You'd be sitting here for hours. Hours and hours going Hours on end. But, talking about know, how rare it was because yeah. you don't get those setups every day. I mean, and if you do get those setups, um, they normally, and I, I hate saying this, they normally bust because there's yeah. something, there's always something that will prevent it from happening. You know, you either have the morning app, the morning activity or something like that. And I sat down that day before and I was telling people that I was like, you know, you know, we could get some morning activity. We had a little bit of shower activity, but that cabin version, when I, when like yep. I said, when we woke up that morning, man, and I was getting ready to go to the weather center, you were getting ready for work and everything. And I was telling you, we were looking up, it was sunny. And I was like, I remember telling you, I was like, this this ain't going to end well. <laughs> and, this is not going to end well and looking at all. Back, you know, uh, looking, looking back on it now, you know, we thought April and May were going to be crazy. And it, after that event, it went completely dead. Thank the Lord it went completely yeah, dead. Yeah, I don't think Arkansas could but, handle it anymore. I mean, we that. were, you know, we expected a crazy spring because yeah. that was the precursor. Everybody, you know, every forecaster, we, everybody we, 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 we talked to expected April and May to be rough. It was not, thank God. And, but. You had an event, I uh, believe, like that first, after the 31st, right. and you had that you had a risk, month, but it. It didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. And thankfully, because yeah, that's the last thing yeah. we needed. Because, you know, in a, in, a, in a state that's known for its tornadoes, um, yeah. you know, we went through a period where we didn't have much of anything. And then yeah. you had this big one go through a major metropolitan area. And, you know, and, and I hate that it hit the, the Little Rock because it took the story away from wind. And, yeah, I, and, I you know, that. yeah, we went, yeah, we but, went through wind. I mean, but again, like I said, yeah. Looking back on now, you know, with everything we've done in, in the last few weeks, I think that's going to really help shape the future going forward with our coverage for events like 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 this. And you know, if you want to talk about forecast stuff like that, you know, we're gonna have plenty more podcasts coming up. We're gonna yeah, be talking about our, gonna, yeah. yeah, um, our rolling fork event. That that's our next pod, podcast coming out. That and that's yeah. going to be a loaded one. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this: the Rolling Fort one was in and in, in, in their and it was worse one of their worst nightmares. 
but it was Arkansas's best blessing. And we'll because be because it, yeah, uh, that that day <laughs> could have been like March thirty first for Arkansas, but we got blessed. And we'll, like I said, we'll have a, a different podcast going over the forecast breakdown and what happened that day, what kept mm-hmm. kind of delayed the inevitable for Arkansas for that event. But yep. yeah, but and as always, you know, we 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 love our our uh, supporters as well, and then of course, obviously. Our uh, pay patreons yeah, as well. Definitely. So, just want to kind of give a quick shout out to you know Lisa Snow and um and Brad and Amy Smith and Joseph Ball and Brett, uh, and Beth and Pam Webb and, and Tiffany Dyson and also uh, to Tammy um, uh, Bigfoot and also Jesse Smith and the rest of our uh, our Patreon supporters. I mean, we this is something that you know you guys help a long way with our technology building. And making sure you know our our Kansas can stay safe and everything like that. So uh, we would recommend everybody you know if you can, if you would like to become a Patreon supporter. There's a lot of mm-hmm. um, awesome features if you do become one. Obviously, it's not you know you don't and we're not forcing you to, but yep. um, if you would like to do that, that'd be awesome um, and everything and, like that. And the future plans we've got for uh, for Patreon is going to be absolutely amazing. And also, not to forget. You know, our wonderful sponsors in Interstate Wireless and local roofing and construction, Diamond State Dent Dent Removal, Crown 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 Ranch. Yeah. Um, you know, just uh, to name a few, you Definitely. know, they they have really helped you're, you're, you're helped out to, with our coverage. Yeah, they're going to see that dent repair guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we keep having these hell threats here, but but yeah. Uh, so like I said, I just want to give a quick shout out to you guys um, and the rest of you and the rest, the rest of the Patreon supporters uh, for really helping us out, guys. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy and everything like that. As mentioned before, if you do become one, uh, we have a three ninety nine tier and also a, um, a five ninety nine tier as well. Um, awesome features and everything like that. Um, if you, and there's also people that just want to donate. You know, mm-hmm. there's one donate as well. So I really do appreciate y'all and really thank y'all for uh, for doing that for us. Again, as always, we love our followers. We love our support. Thank you for listening to this. And we will be back again right here on your source for all, for all things, things Arkansas weather and Heartland Storm Chasing.